Hey, everybody. Welcome to Conversation Piece with Patrick Armstrong. I am the titular Patrick, and this is a show where we talk about the missing pieces of the conversations we are already having. Shout out to all returning listeners and a high five and hello to everybody joining us for the very first time. Thank you so much. It's September, y'all. I hope August was everything it needed to be for you. For me, it was a lot personally, a lot of peaks, lots of valleys. For the show, it was awesome. A lot of incredible things happening here, and I can't wait to share all of those things. For this episode, I'm going to be doing a recap of August and everything that we had going on. I'm also going to be talking about my own missing piece of the conversation that I've been having in my own life recently. And to wrap it all up, we are going to be talking about what's going on this month in September. Lots of announcements, lots of travel for me, for the show, for my other shows, um, and things that I have going on that I'm going to be sharing. Can't wait to share. Lots of incredible things that some of you listening will probably already know if you're subscribed to our weekly newsletter. If you're not subscribed to the newsletter, then surprise. Also, please subscribe to the newsletter. It's the best way to stay up to date with me and the show and all the fun stuff that we have going on, as well as to get access to cool exclusive things like the merch that I totally swear is coming very, very soon. I promise. All right, let's get into it. So... For August, we had a slate of guests of heavy hitters that were absolutely incredible. Every one of the conversations that we had, I feel like I learned something new. We started off in our first episode of August with Kira Omens. She is a Chinese adoptee and came on and talked about the responsibility of representation in media and film, specifically for adoptees. One of my favorite takeaways from that is just that... At the end of the day, even within our own communities, we have to be making sure that we are doing the deeper dive within the intersectional identities that layer the communities that we come from to make sure that we are being mindful of those identities and those stories and making sure that we're putting people who inhabit those identities and who share in those lived experiences within positions to influence the stories that we are telling within media and film. Love that conversation with Kira. Make sure you go check that out as well. Second episode, incredible guest, Bernie Chow of Asians in Advertising joined me to talk about the importance of visibility specifically for the Asian American community. One of my biggest takeaways from that is we can never have or do enough education in educating ourselves, particularly about our own experiences within our own community, within our own diaspora. We have to know and understand our own community's histories if we're going to be able to accurately and appropriately tell those histories to other folks in order to gain the visibility that we are hoping to achieve as a community, as a group of people, and then to use that visibility not only to uplift ourselves, but to be able to support other communities as we move forward to achieve the type of things that we want to achieve, specifically freedom and liberation for all of us. So make sure you check out that episode. Really, really wonderful conversation with Bernice. Next up was a conversation with another Chinese adoptee friend, Taylor Shennett. She is an incredible influencer and educator of adoptee and adoption-related issues and topics. And that's what we talked about in our conversation. Big takeaway there was something that you know, I've been talking about a lot, something that we've talked about in the show a lot, something we talk about in the John Chi show a lot, which is specifically the lack of empathy that we receive from folks outside of the adoptee community and really outside of any marginalized community. It's so important that we lean into empathy and work to develop empathy by listening to other people's stories and by listening to understand those stories, not listen to respond. 
because by listening to respond, we are hearing something that we think we already know the answer to, and then we miss all of the important context that we need to hear in order to appropriately understand or start to understand the lived experiences of others. Things that we could never truly fully understand because we don't share in those lived experiences. And that's how we build empathy. So make sure you check out that conversation with Taylor. Really, really, always really enjoy talking to Taylor. And last but not least, the conversation most recently to escape onto the internet uh, (laughs) conversation piece was my conversation with Alice Soy about the intersection of music education and activism. Really, really wonderful conversation with Alice. So many gems that she dropped and the biggest takeaway currently that I have just been thinking about and playing over and over in my head is the importance of joy and the misunderstanding that we have about the concept of joy and how a lot of times we think, well, as Alice says in the episode, we equate joy with happiness and that's not always what it is. And so we constantly are being bombarded, particularly on the news with trauma and rarely are we seeing, particularly when it comes to folks from marginalized communities or marginalized identities, things being celebrated that those folks, the people, us, are doing within the communities, within the larger diasporas themselves that are uplifting our voices, that are activating, mobilizing, organizing to resist some of this trauma, not to push back on the trauma, but to overcome it to come together and build something out of it. Because at the end of the day, it's both. And these traumas happen, and we can't deny or erase those things. No matter how much white supremacy and white supremacy culture might want us to move past it, move beyond it, and those things might work actively to erase the traumas, we can't allow that to happen. And because at the end of the day, those things do happen. And There is a lot of joy, a lot of things to celebrate within our community, particularly from individuals, particularly from organizations. There are a lot of things that are happening that we need to be aware of as well. And the fact that we don't always see those things amplified is important to recognize because we then need to do the work of amplifying those things. Alice is somebody doing that work. There are a lot of people in our community doing that work. Um, Really excited to be able to have conversations with those folks who are putting themselves out there and then also taking the next step and raising the people up around them, particularly in Alice's case, the youth in our community and showing, hey, we aren't the doom and gloom that everybody outside is saying is all that we're made of. We're made of so much more. And so please go check out that conversation with Alice. Such a, such a wonderful conversation, wonderful conversations all around with Kira, Bernice, Taylor, and Alice, because at the end of the day, while we talked about many, many different things, the underlying theme is the same in that we are constantly having to do extra labor in order to achieve representation, in order to achieve visibility, in order to achieve empathy in order to achieve and recognize and celebrate joy. We have to do the extra labor. And part of that extra labor is having conversations like this. And 
the unfortunate thing is, you know, it's fortunate for me to be able to do those things, to be able to facilitate a conversation like that. And it's also unfortunate because at the end of the day, white supremacy culture does not want us to have that conversation because it it pulls power away from the dominant narrative and it reframes and refocuses it on the folks out here doing things on the ground that show, oh, there are things, there are people, there are organizations, there are communities that are really, really important, that are doing really amazing things right now that aren't centered or focused in whiteness, which is what we've in this country, in this society have always been focused on because a few people have shifted the lens that way. And at the end of the day, when we refocus, reframe, when we shift the lens back over towards these other communities, we can see not only Yes, not only are there things that have happened horribly to these communities because of white supremacy and white supremacy culture, but there are also incredible amounts of joy, incredible things, acts of work, incredible acts of goodness that we need to be celebrating and amplifying right now. And we just don't see it because the lens has been turned away towards the trauma. And while the trauma is there and the trauma cannot be ignored, we also can look towards the joy and celebrate that. So make sure you check out all four of those conversations. They really inspire me each day to think about and be intentional about the conversations and the work that I'm doing now moving forward um, into the conversations that we'll be having in September. Another wonderful thing that happened in August was very impromptu, but the week of Taylor's episode and right before Alice's episode came out, I was invited to come up to Purdue University, my alma mater, to do a live show, a live radio broadcast version of Conversation Peace for Express Fest 2023. And uh, I want to shout out really quickly Dr. Pam Sari. I want to shout out Manabu and everybody who works at the Purdue Asian and Asian American Resource and Cultural Center for having me come up because we've been having some conversations about how we can work together how we can do things to amplify and uplift our voices, not only my own voice, but the voices of the faculty, the staff, and the students there, and to share in our experiences, particularly around identity, but particularly around all of the different things that we're doing. And I had the opportunity to do that and to do something that we haven't done on the show yet, which is a live show. And it was hella hot, but it was also hella inspirational to be able to have these conversations with different students, to be able to have this conversation with Dr. Sari, and to really have a lot of fun with it. It was a great time. I got to meet a lot of great people, and I'm really excited about the work that we're going to be able to do moving forward as well. So that episode turned it around in a day, actually in like a few hours, uh, incredibly. So you can go check that episode out as well. That is available online too. Um, please go check that episode out. It was such a good time. Very, very excited about the work that came of it and the work that is going to come from it. So August, again, a fantastic month for the show, for all the conversations that we had, all the conversations that came about impromptu. And some of that happened because of our media partner, Colty Collective. 
I want to shout out Colty Collective, Natasha Jung, and her entire team for partnering with me again. If you are a new listener of the show, in May for the APAM Conversations, we partnered together as well to amplify this series when I was really getting going with the direction of this show in particular with what we have the conversations about on this show. And Natasha really took a chance on me on Conversation Piece, and she took another swing on us again. And I'm really, really excited to be able to work together. This time we have a landing page on Colty Collective's website and her and Pearl Zhao. Incredible write-ups for the episodes that we had come out in August. So make sure you go to ColtyCollective.com. Check those things out. We couldn't be doing any of these things without their support, without their amplification. It really means a lot to me because it shows that, you know, the conversations that we're having here on the podcast are important and important enough to be amplified beyond just this specific silo of wherever you can get this podcast and wherever you can watch it on YouTube, which I guess is just the one channel on YouTube right now. But, um, you know, it, it really means a lot to me because it just makes me feel like I'm doing something right here. And it makes me feel like, you know, again, these conversations are really, really important. And I know, you know, I know that they're important. But when Natasha comes in and says, hey, let's let's find ways to work together. And yes, we want to we want to work together to amplify these episodes. You know, it shows me and it shows my guests and it shows this audience. Hey, this is something that we need to continue to see happen. So shout out Natasha, shout out to Pearl, shout out to everybody at Cold Tea Collective for helping us help all of our communities continue to have conversations about the different things that we're already not talking about and we need to be talking about them. One more shout out. In July, while I was gone in Korea, I had a couple guest contributors and y'all let me know that that was something that you really enjoyed. So last month in August, I had one person come in and contribute at the end of the month. Shout out to Lindsay Geyer, also a Chinese adoptee, came in and wrote a wonderful, wonderful piece for the newsletter. Lindsay is right now the president of also known as organization and adopt the organization specifically based in NYC. They're doing really incredible things right now. And I could not be more proud of the work that she has been doing. Could not be more proud to be her friend and somebody that can, is just connected to her in any way. And so really, really excited to be able to have her come in and contribute. So shout out to Lindsay. If you have not checked that out, Right now, if you sign up for the newsletter, you will be able to get access to her piece because we recently moved over to Substack. And right now you can still get access to that letter, which came out not this week, but last. And you can check out everything that she shared. I don't want to give too much of the game away here, but suffice it to say, it was emotional. It was impactful. It was educational. It was important. So sign up for the newsletter. You can do that link in bio right now. Uh, link in the show notes. Check that out. Um, and we really appreciate it. Last thing about August, I will say this was the best month that we've had on the show since we made this pivot to being about the missing pieces of the conversations that we're already having. We made that pivot in May. We had some incredible conversations before, but we made an intentional pivot to be about those missing pieces. And we had a really great, we had a really great month in May because we had a specific series set up for that entire month. We had nine episodes, 10 episodes come out about that specific topic regarding the Asian American experience. This month was just four 
Asian Americans coming in to share different conversations that they're involved in and the missing pieces of all of those different conversations. And y'all turned out, y'all showed up and made this the best month of the show yet. And so I cannot wait for what September holds because I know we are on just this trajectory that I could not have imagined even one month ago, you know, because, you know, we've been having good months, but August was a really, really incredible month for us. And it just, again, reaffirmed everything that we've been doing here. And we, we have some wild stuff coming up. And so thank you. Thank you, the audience, for showing out, for being a part of this community, and for lifting up these voices in these conversations. It really means a lot to us. Um, yeah, so that's August. Uh, August was a great month. Excited for what September holds. And... Again, if you haven't signed up for the newsletter, make sure that you do because that's where you're going to find all of this. You're going to be able to get the episodes first. You're going to find out all of the different things that we are announcing, all the different things that we are talking about, the different pieces of those conversations that we're missing on already. You're going to be able to get involved in that. You're going to be able to join those conversations. So make sure you sign up for that newsletter. All right. I told you I want to talk about the missing piece this week being something involved in my own personal life. And... If you are signed up for the newsletter, then I go into a lot more depth there. So make sure that you hop onto that because right now you can still sign up for the newsletter. You'll still be able to check that out even if you didn't get it as it came out today at 5 a.m. when it normally comes out on Mondays. I know this is Labor Day, so maybe you're not checking your email yet. So definitely the right time to jump on that. But I'm going to go into it just a little bit here because I think it's important and it's something that has been really important for me in my journey. So I recently started my therapy journey, and this was something that coming off of Korea, my second trip to Korea in July, I knew I needed to do based on a lot of stuff that happened there, a lot of stuff that happened right after I came back. And it's been a really positive journey so far. And recently, I had some stuff. So in the last week, I had some adoption-related traumatic event occur. And at some point, I will be ready to talk about it. But right now, publicly, I'm not talking about it. And yeah, I'll leave it at that. But I did talk about it with my therapist because I needed to. I, I, was, I was spiraling. and It was not good. And one of the things that we identified as being, again, a missing piece of my own conversation, something that I have been not recognizing within my own journey is that I have not really been giving the younger version of myself, the past version of Patrick, young P, truly giving myself that person grace and empathy. And what I mean by that is, as I've been on this journey for the last three years, as I've been learning, unpacking my lived experience, and as I've been building community with other adoptees, with other Asian Americans, just with other people in general, as I've been learning and developing new language for myself and how to articulate my experience. Empathy and grace have been two words that have popped up a lot. And I have learned how to give myself that in the present. And something that I've really had to work on as I've unpacked those past experiences has been, how do I give that to myself then? How do I look back on my previous experiences, young Patrick, and say, man, 
I really don't like the way that I was at that point. But you know what? I can give myself empathy. I can give that young version of me empathy. I can give that person grace because, you know, they were in a they were in a different place and they need that from me right now so that we can start this healing process. And so as I found that language and as I started to really process some of those things, I've been sharing my story online and particularly on podcasts, but also on social media. and. Over the last year, especially, I think I've been saying that a lot in my podcasts and on social media posts. I've been saying I'll I'll talk about one of my experiences and I'll say, you know, I give that person grace. I give that version of myself grace. I give them I get I can show them empathy. I have empathy for that person. You know, it's all good. And I've been saying it over and over and over again. And I've been saying it so much that, you know, I I believe it. I believe that I've been doing that. And after this most recent adoption related trauma that I experienced. I was just talking to my therapist and we were talking and I was like, you know what we, we, we actually, we were talking about EMDR and I I talk a little bit more about this in the, in the newsletter. Um, But we were talking about it and EMDR is like reprocessing events in your life. And as I learned what that was about and what that really was, I was like, you know what? I think all of this unpacking and reprocessing that I'm telling myself that I'm doing, and I think all of this grace and empathy that I've been saying out loud that I've been giving myself, I don't actually think I've been doing that. You know, I don't actually think that I've been healing my younger self in the way that I've been telling everyone and telling myself that I have been. And that was a big revelation for me. It was profound in the way that made me really stop and think about the decision to stop posting publicly. You know, that was part of this revelation. Um, Posting my own story publicly, I should say. It was profound in the way that how I've been navigating some of my relationships and some of my conversations recently. It also was profound in the way that I've been writing. And this particular event made me realize that I've actually been saying these things as a shield, as a, as a way to keep myself from actually doing those tasks. They were performative words. And it's kind of like, it's kind of hard to even admit that. But at the end of the day, I want to be accountable to myself and to y'all for the things that I've done, because especially posting and sharing my story online, you know, a lot of I, I've grown a following and a lot of people have shared with me how much my my work has resonated with them. And that is really powerful. And it means a lot to me. And I don't take that lightly. It's a huge privilege to be able to do so. And I want to be cognizant and aware and recognize the fact that not only do I have a lot of work to do, but some of the work that I have done was surface level at best and performative at worst. And, you know, I don't like that. I don't like that about myself. And I know that there is a deeper layer of work to be done. The thing that I really love about my therapist and this therapy journey is that she has not been leading me to that. She has worked with me in a collaborative way to understand and unpack some of these things. And, 
literally, I don't think I would have had this revelation had this event not occurred. And so when the time is right for me to share more specifically about what happened, you know, I think it'll make a little bit more sense. So I hope what I've just shared now makes enough sense for y'all to be like, okay, yeah, I get it. I, I, I get it. Um, and, you know, I hope y'all can extend me grace and empathy and what I've shared here because I've been trying to be more mindful about the vulnerability that I share here online and even on the podcast because I've been trying to protect my own space, my own health, my own well-being. And I would say y'all are incredible about it. You know, you give me that space. And I always want to be upfront and transparent with you because, you know, you make the work go for me. And by doing that, you know, you allow me to continue to come back here every week and have conversations with guests that allows me to unlock a deeper part of myself and a deeper part of the conversation that we need to have. Because if I'm not unlocking that part within myself, it's really hard to show up in the right way in those conversations. So I appreciate y'all and I appreciate y'all listening because, you know, it's hard sometimes to, to talk about it out loud. And it's hard sometimes to admit, you know, oh man, I think I fucked up a little bit when I was sharing because, you know, when I say it over and over and over again, it feels like, yeah, I've done it. Oh, it feels good. Like, yes, I, I've made it to this certain level. And at the end of the day, I've still got levels to go. And I don't necessarily know if the level that I thought I reached was even a level at all. So sign up for the newsletter. You can read a little bit more about this particular journey. Um, again, I don't get into the specifics of the event. That is something for another time, another story, another day. That will come. That is coming. But for right now, playing that one a little close to the vest. Um, but yeah, that's my missing piece is just... I haven't truly been giving younger P the grace and empathy that he deserves. And through therapy, which I have been loving, by the way, I am hoping through this revelation and realization that I can really start that healing process for him, which then starts it for me. All right, getting emotional a little bit. Well, we're going to wrap this up because we are going to talk about what we have going on in September. Okay, first off, I'm doing a lot of travel. So let me see. So this is coming out Labor Day. This coming weekend, I'm going to be in L.A. because it is the three-year anniversary of The John Chi Show, my other podcast. I will link it here in the show notes. I will link it into the newsletter. Again, sign up for the newsletter. I keep plugging the newsletter. That's the best place to be at, to know all the things going on in my life, going on with the show's life. Sign up for that newsletter. Um, the John Chi Show is a show about the adoptee experience, and we have been doing it for three years. It's been the show that allowed me to start doing this show. And we were invited by the Association of Korean Adoptees, a.k.a. San Francisco, to come out and be one of the keynotes for their annual event, Bay to L.A., where they and a bunch of groups drive from San Francisco down to L.A. in a carpool van, caravan situation, and just do community. <laughs> they just do a community. 
And we're coming out there to do our live show. It is a remix of our first anniversary show when we were out in L.A. for the first time where we met all together for the first time in person. Really, really excited for that. It's going to be a great show. Always a great time to see KJ and Nathan. You know, it only happens like once a year. It'll be the second time this year that I've seen Nathan. So super excited for that. Um, The following weekend, I will be in New York City for a couple events one of which is a fundraiser for you and me books and the other event. I'm just attending that event by the way. And the other event is for mixed Asian day. Also attending that event, have a special announcement at mixed Asian day. That's going to be happening. Can't announce it here, but be following me, be following mixed Asian media because yeah, I'm really excited about it. It's going to be great. Um, okay. And then the following weekend after that, September 24th, I will be in Portland. For this particular show, conversation piece for the BIPOC Adoptees Voices Storytelling event. It is, I believe, their second or third Voices Storytelling event. Very, very excited. Shout out to Liana Soifer, co-founder of BIPOC Adoptees, for inviting me out, for wanting to partner and work together on this. Um, Coming out with conversation piece to do two things. I am going to be leading a workshop, particularly in regards to telling your story. And then I'm going to have some of my equipment there. And we're going to be doing little five-minute vignettes, little five-minute interviews with anybody, uh, any of the participants there that want to share. Just short pieces of their story. I'll have some prompts there for them. So really, really excited about that. And I end with that one, not because in chronological order does it make the most sense to end that way, but because through the month of September, starting on this Wednesday, 9-6, we are launching our next series, The BIPOC Adoptee, conversations. Pew, 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 pew. Oh, wait, I have something for this. Wait, where is it? 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 Let's do this one. Yes, the BIPOC Adoptee Conversations is a partnership with BIPOC Adoptees to tell five stories, five conversations with BIPOC Adoptees about the missing pieces of the BIPOC Adoptee Conversation. Really, 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 really excited about this. I'm not going to lie to y'all. These conversations were so, so good. And they also broke out of my 30 to 40 minute conversation format and extended to about an hour each. Um, I apologize, but they were just so, so good. And while we normally focus directly on that missing piece, I felt like their stories and their lived experiences provided an appropriate necessary context to that missing piece of the conversation. So I really hope that y'all tune in for this series because it's it's excellent. It is a continuation and an evolution of the APAM conversations, and it's what I want to continue to do here on this show. So guest lineup, starting on Wednesday, we have Danny Marr. Then we have Lisa McClellan on the following Monday. That next Wednesday, we have AJ Cho. The following Monday after that, which will be the week leading into the storytelling event, we have Lucy Sheen. Calling in from the UK, very, very fun. And then on that Wednesday, leading into the storytelling event, I am speaking with Liana Soifer. Such a great conversation. Really, really cannot wait for you all to hear this series because it is just maybe not a culmination, but it is... Okay, it's a culmination of all the work that I've been doing on The John Chi Show, all the work that I've been doing here on this particular podcast Everything that I've been doing in the community, I feel like you can feel 
in these conversations here in this series, the BIPOC adoptee conversations. Cannot wait for you to hear that. Got a little uh, updated artwork for this series too. Super excited about that. There's just a lot of fun stuff happening for this. Not only that. So we have a really great interview to close out the month as well. Um, because there will be one more Monday in September to close out this month. So very excited about that. Last but not least, because I am traveling so much, I am calling in on my community to help me out with the newsletter. We have three amazing guest contributors coming in, sharing their vulnerabilities, their pieces with us this month. Not going to spoil it here, but very, very excited about the folks who are going to be contributing to the Conversation Piece newsletter. And that's a perfect way to end this episode because I've been talking about it all episode and there is no better way for you to stay involved and up to date on what we have going on on the show than to sign up for the newsletter. So get into the show notes. Follow us at Conversation Peace Pod on Instagram. Hit the link in bio. That's going to be one of the best places to sign up for the newsletter. You can also check in the stories because I'm constantly posting the link to sign up for the newsletter there. That's That's where you need to be. That's where you need to be. And right now, because we just recently migrated over to Substack, it's a great place to be because you can hop in the archives. You can check out a lot of the old letters that we have and we migrated over from Beehive. It's not all of them, but it's a it's a great, gives you a great idea of what the newsletter is, of what kind of conversations you can expect, what kind of content that you can see. And again, we got merch coming at some point in time. It's going to be soon. It's going to be great. I don't know when. I promise, though, I'm going to make it happen. So, oh my gosh, that's all I have for today, folks. I am, again, so dang excited about everything that we had happen in August. Best month we've had on the show so far. Cannot wait to see what happens next in September. I can only imagine how great it's going to be. Cannot wait for everything that we have going on from a travel perspective for me, from a growth perspective for myself and the show. Cannot wait for y'all to hear the BIPOC adoptee conversations. Again, if you want to continue following us and stay up to date, sign up for that newsletter. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Conversation Pod Piece. If you do feel inclined to leave us a rating or review on whatever you're listening or watching this on right now, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. If you're interested in supporting the show in the future at all, you can hop in our DMs on Instagram or visit our website, conversationpeacepod.com. Make sure you sign up for that newsletter. And until next time, I am Patrick Armstrong. We will see you on Wednesday. This is Conversation Peace.